been, you know, it's been a journey for you. What has been the biggest difference that uh, Jesus has made in your life? My feeling, my assurance, my knowing that uh, one day I will be with him, one day I will see him, and one day he will come back and right all the wrongs, and that he has uh, forgiven me of my sins, and that whatever I committed, even the sins that I have a hard time forgiving myself, he has paid for on the cross, nailed them to the cross, washed me clean with his blood, rose again and gave me a new life. back to the No Greater Joy podcast brought to you by the pastors here at Grace Baptist Church because we want for our people what Jesus wants for his people, and that is to know greater joy. And we know greater joy by stepping into the areas of no greater joy, and that's being a 24-7 worshiper, a go person, and an alongsider. I am Pastor Steve Strong, lead pastor here at Grace. Right across the table from me, we have... Pastor Ryan Atkins, the associate pastor here at Grace. And once again, huge thanks to Dan the Man Craniac, the tech guru, member here at Grace, producer for this podcast, making us sound, quite frankly, awesome. Thanks, Dan. So thank you, Dan. Um, We have, uh, up to this point, had some special episodes where we just gave some of our people an opportunity to share their salvation testimony and... Uh, they have it an audio version for in, perpet- in perpetuity for everyone, their family member to hear, but also to be an encouragement to our people, and um, and an opportunity to use perhaps as a outreach um, mm-hmm. tool, use uh, resource. And we have a special guest with us today, George Zencarelli. George, thanks for being with us. You're welcome. Good morning. Thanks for uh, being willing to share your story a little bit. Sure. So why don't you? Introduce yourself. Give us the Cliff Notes version of who George is. George Sankarali. He is uh, the son of uh, immigrants who came to the United States from Hungary. First American board member of the family. Uh, lived in Cleveland for a little while and grew up in Lakewood. Uh, has great memories of Lakewood High School and still has many old friends from there. Now lives in North Olmsted. Uh, worked for the county, uh, also a, a, a realtor, my broker being my old band director from Lakewood, so we keep the uh, ties, and also uh, have been a, in, to the Boy Scouts most of my life, and now I'm a president of two barbershop choruses, and active at Grace Baptist Church, so my life is uh, anything but boring. Yep, and you're being a good son, caring for your aging mother. Yes, yes, I, I, I take take care of her and uh, try to be helpful in any which way I can. Well, good on you for that. Way to be. You're honoring your mother. So, George, uh, briefly just tell us when you came to know Christ as your Savior. That's uh, kind of a hard uh, thing to put my finger on because I grew up with a knowledge of Christ since uh, birth. Uh, My mother taught me to pray at an early age, uh, and I always believed uh, in Jesus. I always believed in God. Uh, I grew up Catholic. Uh, I was supposed to follow my father as a Lutheran, but the priest that married my parents uh, (laughs) 
made him sign a waiver that all kids will be uh, Catholic, not just uh, not just the girls who would follow my mother and the boys who would follow their father, like in previous generations in Europe. So uh, I went that way, and we went to church. And even as a, a little boy, I, I like going to church. And then I, and then I uh, had a for some reason, since I was a little boy, had an inclination to be a priest, and I know that my grandmothers were very encouraging about that, and that's something that came and left throughout my life, and I know that in in the in the Catholic Church, uh, you have uh, certain events that take place which elevate you to certain places and make you eligible for heaven. So I thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then a, a friend of mine uh, once asked me if I gave my life to Christ and if I was born again, and I had no idea what she was talking about. I was trying to line it up to the things I've gone through, and it wasn't anything like that. And then I started listening to uh, Billy Graham and others, and I remember seeing a lot of people walk up and eventually, uh, in my college, I heard what it's uh, like to be born again. I heard the concept of being born again, and uh, I knew it was in the Bible, so it kind of almost made me scared. And then finally, one time, uh, I was invited, uh, actually by the same people, to Christ the King Church, in my college days, and uh, there I uh, walked up and uh, told somebody I wanted to be saved. I was putting it off. I knew that I shouldn't be putting it off, but I was, and I I was saved there. I I prayed the sinner's prayer, but then I never really did anything with it. I stayed in the Catholic Church and actually spent uh, a weekend in two different seminaries, and it was the second one which really committed me to want to make a decision, and there I felt like a stranger. So eventually, I got my job at the county, and there was this one lady uh, that worked there, and she needed a ride to work. Once I moved to North Olmsted, I lived right by her, and I, uh, her son had a shift change, and then she started telling me about Grace Baptist Church and Pastor Jacobs and Nancy Jacobs, and kept inviting me to come, and uh, one time I surprised her and showed up to church, and I really liked what I saw and what I heard. And I came right at the right time, because a pastor was talking about the book of Genesis, which I wasn't a full believer of as far as the seven-day creation. And ever since then, I took a great interest in creation, and I believed pastor almost immediately, and it made sense to me. So I just kept coming, and uh, eventually the time came where I was baptized. But before that, uh, shortly after I started coming, maybe a few months in, we had what was called a Bible conference with Dr. Lehman Strauss. And I still wasn't sure about my faith. And one night I remember we were about to leave, and I helped him with his coat on and told him that I, I just wasn't sure about my faith. And he asked me if I had if I had my assurance of my salvation. And I said, well, I'm not sure. So we went uh, back into the church auditorium to the back row, and he went through a few verses with me. 
and again I prayed the sinner's prayer. And that day I knew I was saved. And ever since then, even though sometimes I, I wonder, I know I'm saved, I know that uh, I depend on the Lord, and I've grown since then. This was many years ago. And uh, in my prayer life, I've learned uh, the skills of uh, praying. And right now I usually uh, do the acts daily, and I just depend upon the Lord and ask him for many things, thank him for many things, and I'm a lot more thankful for so many things in my life that, than I used to be, and I spend a lot of time praying for others. But I know that uh, he d does answer prayers. I believe in the power of prayer. Just yesterday, I was having a bad cough on my way to lunch with some people, and I asked him to suppress my cough, and he sure did. Well, amen. Amen. So just a little bitty example. And uh, now uh, I, I do encourage others. Uh, my, my concept of, not my concept, but the concept of being born again doesn't really ring well with a lot of uh, family members and old friends. They don't understand that. I could kind of see why. But... I know I, uh, when we had our Billy Graham concert, uh, Billy Graham crusades, right before I was uh, actually baptized, my dad was very sorry that we didn't go down when we had our calling. And I saw him come a long way, and I had the privilege of leading him through the sinner's prayer before he died, and also his sister, my aunt, one time. So I'd like to do that with the rest of my family at the right time before it's too late. Yeah. So I was always encouraged. I always had a saving knowledge of Christ. So I don't know when I actually came to know him or trust him. But I, I consider March 17th, 830, <laughs> uh, that year when I, I prayed with Dr. Lehman Strauss. And I started reading the Bible and even though I had a knowledge of Christ, I really didn't know too many things except what I was taught. So I, I didn't know that the Bible all came together and there was a plan. And I did know a little bit about his coming again, but we were never really taught that. And I didn't know much about it till later. And now I see the whole picture from where it all started to his coming back. And right now, as... Uh, many issues as we have in the world and even in uh, the elections we had and what's going on in the Middle East. I know that Christ will come back and make sense out of all of this and I look forward to that and I look forward to that millennium where he will reign here and I can serve him and we won't have the problems we're having now. So that is what assures me that's my peace, that's my comfort that uh, Christ isn't done, he will come back and like I say, uh, and uh, and he will make peace, and the best is yet to come. And when I'm at that point, I'll look at this as something very small and almost insignificant. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, so so that's basically my story, kind of in a nutshell. But uh, 
like I say, I'm happy to be where I am, and I'm happy to have opportunities to serve. And also, uh, being on Facebook, I use Facebook as as, as a ministry. All, all I have on Facebook is e- either congratulations, puns, or uh, <laughs> memes that I get regarding Christ and salvation. I pass it on, and I was a little afraid to do that at the beginning, but... I was amazed at the people that liked it, and a lot of likes come from people that I wasn't expecting it from. So I'm hoping that'll uh, ring some chords and uh, encourage people to uh, what the memes say and have a better knowledge of Christ because it it is uh, foundational to the Bible. So, George, you mentioned earlier that you were, um, you are the first. U.S. born yes. member of your family. So why don't you take us a little bit back to um, your parents being immigrants and when you were born and maybe where you grew up and what was George like as a little boy? Yes, my father was uh, from a very uh, prominent family in the from the capital of Transylvania and uh, they lost all they had and had to flee. And uh, my mother was uh, from Budapest, and uh, they also ended up having to flee. My grandfather was a military officer in the war, and was a casualty of the war, so my mother and grandmother uh, went to Germany for five years, and so did my father, but they didn't know each other, but they spent five years in a camp in great poverty and uh, in difficult circumstances. And then in... uh, at the end of 49, my dad came here. He was sponsored by someone in Akron. And then my mother and grandmother were sponsored by someone in Kansas City, a jeweler. <laughs> and eventually they both made it to Cleveland and uh, were married here. And then I was born a year later, and we uh, lived in Ohio City for four and a half years. We rented from a retired umpire and lived there until we moved to Lakewood. And once we moved to Lakewood, uh, a year later I started school, and I really got good when I went to Lakewood High School. Uh, my life kind of opened up there, and I made some friends and was part of the music program and uh, clubs that I was an officer of. And those were four great years of my life. And then we lived in Lakewood for several years after that and then moved to North Olmsted. And uh, during that time, I was working as a deputy auditor for the county auditor's office. And that's when I came to know, came to find out about uh, Grace Baptist Church, because it was kind of a uh, sin to go to another church from the Catholic Church. That was very uh, badly frowned upon. But uh, So we're... Um your your did you say your dad was Lutheran? My dad was Lutheran, and your mom was Catholic. Catholic. And so, growing up, you just went to the Catholic Church, or I, like how involved were you? Um, well, I just went to the Catholic Church. That? I was uh, somewhat involved with with that too. And then I know that I um, started seeing other churches, which which I liked. Well, basically, Christ the King Lutheran in North Olmsted. And that's where I first w- walked up and uh, said the sinner's prayer with someone. 
and then several years later when I came to Grace is when I uh, met Dr. Strauss and Dr. Jacobs and had a better knowledge of the Bible right from the start. And also I was introduced to Moody Radio, which is was then and is now a great source of ministry to me. And I've even uh, worked at the station during their SHARE program. I, I worked the phones, and then I became a phone supervisor and got typecast as that. So I guess I did well enough where they wanted me to keep that position until they didn't have it here anymore, but moved it up to uh, Chicago to the uh, Moody campus, I think. So, which I enjoy doing immensely and always look forward to. So th- that also uh, helped me in my, in my faith and my growth very considerably. And I started reading the Bible and I started understanding uh, again what it meant to be born again. So it was kind of a, I was kind of looking at things in a different way. And then uh, we had, uh, through, uh, an old acquaintance of mine who who was at Grace Baptist Church, Joe Serenci, who started a Hungarian mission at Grace. And then I was part of that, and eventually my dad would come to that and uh, sometimes. And, well, then it, it became time where he had to give up his license. So one week I drove him to his church. One week I came here uh, to be helpful. So I kind of had a Hungarian church I went to, and uh, even their message was, you know, different than the Catholic Church. That was more Bible-oriented, I thought. And then uh, one day uh, when I went to Grace, he watched uh, Dr. Kennedy and uh, uh, Adrian Rogers. And one day I came home and said that now he believes that uh, in creation, because uh, him and I had some disputes on, on creation and how that was. But uh, Dr. James Kennedy made sense out of it for him one one Sunday morning (laughs) while I was here at church. So, uh, you know, he grew in spirit. And then uh, after uh, he passed away, well, then I was coming to Grace back full time again. And what else can I say? So, yeah, they were married in 58. I was born in, well, they were married and then I was born a year later, and like I say, we lived in Cleveland, Lakewood, and North Olmsted, and I'm still in the North Olmsted area. I'm retired from the county, but I'm still active as a real estate agent, working for a very honorable man who was <laughs> my band director, who I highly respect. And since then, uh, the last two years, I've been seeing the invocation at the real estate annual banquet, which I'm very honored to have done. So I try to be encouraging. I try to be an example to my family and friends. And uh, love having, love my family at Grace, having a Christian family that I can talk to and talk to about Christ and uh, things that are biblical. So I'm at a very happy point in my life. Good. So, George, who have been, you've mentioned some, the Joe Serenci, I remember Joe, um, who have been, some of the people that God has used over the course of your life to bring you to put your faith in Christ? Well, uh, my family, uh, uh, my mother, my grand, uh, both my grandmothers, 
probably my grandfather who was living at the time and my mother's best friend's daughter, Andrea, she's the one that first asked me if I was born again. I didn't know what she was talking about. And yeah, Joe, that after I came to, well, uh, Marlene Sosa, who I uh, took to uh, work and invited me to come to Grace, uh, she and she told me many things uh, that were biblical, which were not necessarily in the Catholic, which were in the Catholic faith, but not not necessarily biblical, which I pretty much already knew by then, because even when I was uh, in college, a lot of they had a lot of Christian clubs, and I talked to a lot of people there that also talked to me about Christianity rather than just Catholicism. So this was something that I was pondering for many years, if you put it together. But uh, then once I came to Grace, well, Pastor Jacobs, uh, probably for the most part, Nancy Jacobs, Pastor Hall, and uh, Joe Serenci, and of course, uh, Dr. Lehman Strauss. So these are all important people to me. And then I listened uh, a lot to uh, uh, Chuck Swindoll, Mike Kellogg, Erwin Lutzer, Tony Evans, Alistair Begg. I used to go to his luncheons and uh, others on Moody that uh, really taught me a lot while I was listening on the radio. And also uh, uh, Pastor Cole in the morning who would uh, study the Bible with his wife, and I'd learn a lot from that, too. So these are the ones that uh, were of immense help. I'm sure there there are others. There was a woman at church uh, by the name of Donna Ruder who was a great encouragement to me also, and the coachways, uh, who were the ones that actually introduced the person to grace that then introduced me to grace. So these all were ones that uh, were uh, great encouragements and uh, helped me out, and I'm sure there's others that uh, don't come to my mind right now. So it was a team effort. Team effort. Team effort to bring George to faith. Yes, it was. And so looking at your own life and those that are listening to this, um, what would your encouragement be to those thinking that took a team in, in God bringing people into your life, how would you encourage other people like Grace and other believers and trying to reach out to the others in their lives? I would tell them to uh, trust Christ, read the Bible, share some uh, certain passages in the Bible, and just to believe and know that all that matters is in Christ and no matter what they see in the war in the world now, know that Christ is still in control. God is seated on His throne. The Spirit is still at work. God is not finished, and Christ will come back. But even before that, if they trust Christ, He will be there for them, and He wants them to turn to Him. To ask them to be his savior, to ask them to be their savior, and he wants to be their savior. And I thank the Lord, God the Father, that He gave me to His Son Jesus to be one of His followers. 
what has been, you know, it's been a journey for you. What has been the biggest difference that uh, Jesus has made in your life? My feeling, my assurance, my knowing that uh, one day I will be with him, one day I will see him, and one day he will come back and right all the wrongs, Mm -hmm. and that he has uh, forgiven me of my sins, and that whatever I committed, even the sins that I have a hard time forgiving myself, he has paid for on the cross, nailed them to the cross, washed me clean with his blood, rose again and gave me a new life in, in him, sits at the right hand of God, and will one day come back for me, for me, to take me to his heavenly home. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Quickly. Quickly. Amen. Well, George, I appreciate you taking time to share your story with us. Sure. And um, hopefully, and we'll just keep praying that God will use this. I know you have family members that you want to see come to Christ, and hopefully they can listen to this and hear once again the greatness of Jesus and what he's accomplished for them. Absolutely. All right. Well, George, again, thank you. Glad you were here. And until the next episode, God bless. Thank you.